Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. Action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to this week's installment of Your Life, Your Purpose. This is Brandon Allen, your host, and I am excited to be bringing you another podcast this week. So last week, I uh, I gave you a little insight into a group call that I had done with a, with a group of clients, and that was awesome about delegation. If you missed that, make sure you go back and check that out. Um, so today, I want to stay in the leadership space a little bit. And I want to talk about confrontation. And the, the area of confrontation that I want to talk about today really has to do with what happens when we don't have the tough conversations with the people that work for us. And I think sometimes we, we think about what's going to happen. You know, what, what if we do have the conversation with them? We're really worried. But you know what? What are the consequences of not having the tough conversation with people? And this is something that, uh, you know, I think sometimes we, we, we take this for granted. We think, hey, it's going to be okay if I don't say anything, but I'm really worried about what's going to happen to this person if I do say something. And, and, and it creates this situation where there's a number of different reasons why, why you are hesitant to have tough conversations with people. You may be a people pleaser. You may be someone who's just uh, created a pattern of passive aggressiveness. Um, you may be just someone who doesn't want to worry about that or doesn't want to be bothered with employee uh, issues and situations. In fact, maybe the fact of just the simple fact of having to deal with something like that is not something that you look forward to and enjoy. But the reality is, in your business, if you're a leader in your business, you absolutely have to have those tough conversations. And we're gonna, I want to talk a little bit about what happens when we don't. And I'm going to give you a, f- a familiar scenario. And this scenario came true, uh, again, with a client that I worked with not too long ago. But I saw this happen all the time in, um, in my management career. In fact, this happened to me as a new manager. And let me give you the scenario. And this is a scenario that we can all kind of try on. And if you've been in any kind of a large organization, you've probably seen this scenario play out. And if it's happened to you, you know it sucks too. So here's the thing. I remember being a a newer manager and I wanted to be a nice guy. And so being a nice guy, I wanted people to like me. And by liking me, what that meant was when they were screwing up, I didn't have the tough conversations. I always tried to pump them up through positive means, right? I was always trying to just take the positive side, which when you think about that intuitively, most of you are probably nodding your head thinking, you know what, that sounds really reasonable. That sounds reasonable. In fact, that's what I do. You know, if someone's if someone's having a, a, a tough day or they're not performing, uh, you know, I try to use encouragement and pump them up. And I think that's great. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. But if that's your only move, let me show you what happens when... Uh, that's your only go-to move. So had a situation, working with an employee, um, always being positive, but the employee sucked. I mean, he really was terrible. Uh, he was awful. I, it, it really was a painful experience for everyone around. It, I mean, he just was not a good fit. 
But I kept trying to pump him up, pump him up. I never had the tough conversation. I never said, hey, man, you may want to look somewhere else, you know, whatever. So finally, my boss came in one day, sat down, and we were talking. And he said, hey, that guy over there, we're talking about him. Um, and he said, hey, you got to get rid of him. And <laughs> I remember just, you know, I, I remember kind of feeling sick to my stomach. Um, it was the first person that I had to fire. And he's like, you got to get rid of him. You got to get rid of him now. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. He's like, I don't know why this guy's still here, blah, 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 blah. Went through this whole thing. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, I got to fire this guy this week. And he doesn't even know that he's in danger of being fired because I've been so positive all the time that he has no idea what's coming. So I had to fire this guy, and it sucked. I mean, it was just terrible. Um, I, I mean, I just, it was the most awkward conversation ever. And, you know, unfortunately, that didn't fix my management woes right away, but it really provided some insight to what are the costs of not saying something to my team. In fact, if I had said something to him sooner, he probably would have had some time to find a job. I probably could have worked with him, allowed him to, you know, I work for a large company, so he could have found another spot, you know, in another business unit. I mean, there were a lot of different possibilities for him that I could have helped him with. Instead, what I helped him do is get fired right on the spot with no idea that it was coming. Now, you could argue, and some of you may think this, like, hey, he probably knew it was coming. And look, to a certain degree, I'm sure he knew his performance was poor. Most people are smart enough to know that they're not doing well. So at some level, he probably wasn't surprised. But in a big level, he probably didn't see that coming when he, when he saw it coming. When it came, he, he wasn't ready for that. And, and that was my fault. And that was something that I felt really guilty about for a long time. And I know this has happened to a, a lot of people out there. You get to a point where you realize, you know, I got people that I coach with where we start painting the picture of a person that are like, man, I got to get rid of this person. And I'm like, well, this person, would this person be surprised? And they're like, probably. And so, you know, one of the costs of not saying something to people is coming to a point where you have to fire them or get rid of them and they don't know what's coming. And, and you know what? That's a really crappy experience for anyone. I mean, we're talking about people who work with us, who have families, you know, a lot of times their family is counting on them to provide. And so I want to be fair. And the reason why I want to confront people about their performance beforehand and have a healthy dialogue about their performance, especially if it's poor, is because I, I don't want there to be surprises. I want them to be able to plan for their future. If, if my opportunity is not a good fit for them, I want to give them the opportunity to find a place that is. So Think about this. Um, think about that. I mean, that's the first reason. But, you know, here's the other cost of not saying things. One of the other scenarios that I see a lot, and I saw this a lot in the corporate world, is the, you know, everyone's got that, that person on their team that, look, I'll use some metaphors, whatever sticks with you here. They're a diva. Uh, you know, they're just, uh, they're, they're a bad team player. They don't get along well with others, but the rub of it is, is that while their interpersonal issues are awful and they have no emotional intelligence, they're very talented at the job itself. The work itself, they do great. Everything else is awful, and, and a lot of times we can't afford, I mean, with certain positions, we can isolate people to a certain degree, but in a lot of our 
roles where we work in service-based companies and, and, and things like that, it's really hard to isolate people from other people. I mean, it really doesn't work. And so now you've got this person who has terrible interpersonal relationships, their emotional intelligence is very low, and, and now you're confronted with the situation of, hey, this guy's really talented or this girl's really talented, this woman's really good, like what she brings to the table, but everyone hates working with her. What do I do about that? I'm afraid to confront that because what if she leaves? Right, so we don't confront it, and this person continues to ruin the culture of your business. and And I would submit to you that look, having a good team is great. Having a players is important, but if your culture is wrong, it doesn't matter. You've got people who will be working against each other and not with each other. So, as important as I know it is to have the right people on your team, because that's crucial, it's also crucial to have a. It's more crucial to have a good culture that you have in your business so that everyone feels like they're thriving and, and, and that they're in an environment that they can do their best work. And so when we don't have these conversations, what we're telling everyone else is this person's important. You guys, I don't care about. And when we don't confront, and that's just one scenario, but there's a lot of areas where we don't confront issues and performance, you know, where we let people get away with just being a total jerk being a real pain in the ass, no one likes to work with them, and we don't confront that. And the team just thinks, man, why does this person get a free pass? Why do I bust my ass? You know, having a positive attitude, doing the right things, and this person can do whatever they want. It kills your credibility, and it, and it kills your culture, and it kills morale. And so the byproduct of that is how long are people going to stick around for you to for you to figure this out. I mean, eventually people are going to say, you know what? I hate working with this person. It's the worst part of my day, which is most of my day <laughs> on most days. And I got to work with this person that I hate. I'm not going to do it. You know, a lot of my clients work in smaller office environments where, you know, their team is 10 people or less. You, you put one person in there that's a pain in the ass and a real diva and forget it. Uh, it's, it just doesn't work. It, it just creates a whole different dynamic. And how many times, think about this, how many times have you taken someone out of the business that even if, when you thought they were important, but you saw the performance of everyone else just go up and you saw the results of your business improve as a result, right? We call this addition by subtraction. And that is real. It is real. When you take those people out of the business and, and you keep the people in there that have good attitudes, that have the right mindset, it makes all the difference in the world. So think about that. When you don't confront someone about their behavior, that's what you're saying. Now, the third thing I want to touch on with this, when you don't confront people's behavior, when you're, what you're saying is, is that you don't care about your customer base. Because if you, don't, if you don't confront performance for people, and if you can't have those tough conversations with people, it's affecting your client base. Now, I work with a lot of doctors in a lot of different disciplines. And so for you, obviously your patients, your patient care is affected by that. But for other people that I work with that, that aren't in healthcare, there's your customer base is being affected by that as well. Their, their irresponsibility has consequences that if you don't deal with them properly is going to diminish the quality of service that you can deliver. And listen, uh, your brand is only as good as the word behind it. So as fancy as your logo is, as great as your color scheme is, as great as your website looks or doesn't look, I don't know, uh, depending on who's listening to this, 
Uh, it doesn't matter if the if the promise behind that d- does not work. If I say if I tell you that you know we have the highest quality service in the area, but your experience doesn't match that, that's all that matters to me. All I can say is you know what these guys aren't very good, and and no amount of branding could overcome that specific issue. And so uh, so think about that from your brand. If when you don't say things to poor performers, what you're saying is mediocre mediocrity in my business is fine. If we deliver a service in a mediocre manner, that's fine. And the reality is, is it's not fine. So we think we're being mean to individuals when we have a tough conversation with them. But what we're saying is, hey, man, this is bigger than you. It's bigger than what we're trying to do in your world of work. We're serving hundreds and thousands of customers. That's a big deal. So it's bigger than you. I have other people that I'm responsible for. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, in a post that I have coming up here. But uh, so think about that. So your brand is important and it's only as good as the promise behind it. And if your promise is, if you don't deliver on your promise, forget about it. It's over. Okay. So here's the thing though. When we confront people, sometimes we think, you know, you may listen to this, get fired up, puff up your chest and say, man, I'm going to go into my office, uh, you know, whenever, and I, he's guns blazing. I'm going to, I'm going to start shooting people down. And, and, and so if you're thinking about that, here's the deal. If you're going to confront people, you still need to make sure that it's in a healthy manner. And number one, you have to remember this, your people need to be a, still need to be a hero in this conversation. So I want to make their issues sound atypical. For instance, let's take the, the diva type person, the pain in the ass, and I sit them down and I say, hey, quite frankly, you know, so-and-so, you are a great employee in this regard. Here's what you do. Like when you do the work that we do here, it is phenomenal. And I'm so appreciative of the level of work that you do here. But I want to talk to you about some other things that are just as critical to our business success. And it has to do with our culture. And here's some things that I'm seeing within our office. And we need to talk about how we can move beyond that and into a realm of more healthy dialogue and conversation with our employees or or however you want to you know however you want to say that but it's time to it's time to sit down with this person and have a conversation with them about that but i don't want to blast them you know cuz if 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 you're having these tough conversations and you make them feel like shit afterwards it, it it's 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 tough to move beyond that now now some people when we confront people they're going to take it personal they're going to they're going to make it pervasive, right? They're going to make it bigger. You know, they're going to say, "Well, I I screw up at everything and I fail at everything." So, knowing that people are going to take this personal in some way, shape, or form, I want to frame the conversation as healthy as I can. And this is also going to let me know if I have an A teamer on my hands, because when you confront an A teamer, an A teamer is going to look at you and say, "You know what? You're absolutely right. I have been doing that." And I can see how that would affect the team. I, you know what? I want to do better. How can you help me do better? That's what an A-teamer is going to say. Someone who's not an A-teamer who is going to deflect. They're going to, uh, they're going to make excuses. They're going to, you know, all these different things to not place the responsibility on themselves. In fact, they may even try to turn it back on you like it's your fault. Like, hey, well, gosh, I do this, but you're blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, we're not talking about me today, although we can revisit that at another time if you would like. Today, we're talking about you and your performance, right? 
And so I want to bring it back to there. But look, I want to keep it positive and in, in in, in healthy and in, in constructive. So I want them to know that I value them and I appreciate them and that I want to solve the problem with, with them, not for them, but with them and help support them going forward. So when you're confronting, you know, I don't want you to go in guns blazing, blasting people out of the water and blowing them up, but I do want you to confront the issue at hand in a real clear-cut and succinct way, making sure that you support them and, and make their – look, if you're confronting them and, and you haven't confronted about this before, make their performance sound atypical. Make Just act surprised by it. Like, hey, you know what? Because you're so good at this, I'm just really surprised – uh, when I saw that, or I'm surprised to hear about this, um, you know, just make it sound like, you know, hey, I'm just really shocked. A lot of times we go in there and we're like, man, you're always screwing up. You're always doing this. And then they just feel like, man, I am just a total screw up. That's what I am, a screw up. And so we don't want people walking out of that conversation feeling like that, although they may choose to feel like that. But I don't want it, be, I don't want it to be because it's something that I said to them that made them feel that way. I, I want to make sure it's their choice and not something that I put on their plate that way. So, so as you, as you think about the cost of not confronting people, just keep that in mind that when you do confront someone, there's a right way to do this and there's a wrong way to do it. And the right way to do it is to make sure that they still know that they're a hero and that they're capable of great things and that you're here to support them in that journey. Um, rather than saying, hey, you're a screw-up, you're a failure, knock it off, um, you know, whatever that is. I don't want them walking out there, walking out feeling like I suck and I can't get it done. Because if they start thinking that way, they're not going to be effective. And this is a challenge, right? I mean, I, I coach business owners for a living, and I, it's a challenge for me. I have, to, I have to frame situations in a way where people still feel like, they're doing great, that they're doing okay, that they just need to make some minor adjustments. They're going to be able to do it. They have control. They're not a victim. And that can be a challenge. I get it. It's a, it's a real challenge because sometimes people walk out of that conversation. They'll think, man, I just suck. Uh, I'm no good at this, you know, whatever their excuses are, or things that they will say. So think about that. How can you, you know, if, if, you're, if you've been holding on to some confrontation with some employees, if you've been holding on to a crucial conversation with, with one of your team, think about the cost of what that's doing to the team. It's affecting the team, it's affecting your clients, and it's affecting the person that you're not confronting. So just think about that. There's some growth opportunities there that this person is missing out on because you're unwilling to have the conversation with them or you're scared to have the conversation or you're putting your own needs before their needs. Um, so get in the space. Think about those, those conversations that you haven't had and think about when you can approach those in a healthy way with your team in the near future. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Go check us out at buildyoursoulpurpose.com. If you like this podcast and you want more, you can always subscribe in iTunes. And if you want to tell other people about this on Facebook, Twitter, you name it, I am uh, more than happy to uh, see you do that as well. So, uh, again, I want to thank everyone for listening this week. This is Brandon Allen for Your Life, Your Purpose. I'm signing off. Have a great and productive week.